Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose, as always. This is your host, Brandon Allen, and again, as always, I am excited to bring you another great podcast this week. So today, I wanted to talk a little bit about scheduling, and so uh, as I started reflecting upon uh, this time, you know, it's it, we're, we're towards the end of the year, and this is a time where people start making resolutions, for better or worse, or they start thinking about uh, what they can do differently, and and. Uh, one of the questions that we ask in our alignment and execution blueprint tool is, what do you need to start doing this year? What do you need to stop doing? And what do you need to keep doing? So all of us, regardless of where you're at in your business or in your life, you have some things that next year you want to start doing. You have some things that you want to stop doing. And you have some things that you've been doing well that you want to keep doing. And so... I want to recognize what those things look like. Well, part of this planning process uh, and what's so important to implementation and really being effective is is coming up with ways to schedule the important things in your life. And particularly for business owners, you you may struggle with scheduling important things. And so as a business owner, you know, try this on. Some of this may uh, seem relevant to you. Some of it may seem like, ah, that's not that's not quite me to that degree. But uh, for a lot of for a lot of you, when you go through your business, you you have certain things that you're always going to do. So when it comes to servicing your customers or servicing your client base, um, those are things that always get top priority. And usually anything around that, and and a lot of times, you know, our energy goes where our, you know, uh, you know, our our, 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 our energy flows where our attention goes, that type of thing. So um, when we're looking at what we're doing on a day-to-day basis, a lot of it is, okay, we're taking care of our clients and or our customers or our patients, whoever they are, and then whatever gets left over after that, we'll get to. Uh, and that could be paperwork, that could be our finances, that could be working with our team in terms of training, those types of things. Those things always come secondary. And the problem is, is when we don't have set a, time set aside, when we don't have regular rhythms and schedules, those things that come secondary to us don't really get done. So let's take the let's take the example of training our team. Um, everyone that I talk to that's a business owner, you would all agree that training your team is important. That's a, just a given. It's a no-brainer. You know, when our team is well-trained and they know what they're supposed to be doing, they're going to do a good job for our clients. But and when I even when I ask people, hey, what's the most important relationship in your business? Customers or your team? And a lot of people will be savvy. They, they might know that, hey, this is counterintuitive. It's a trick. I'm going to say it's my team. But the reality is when I say, how much energy do you put into your team? And does it equal the type of energy that you put into your customers? Now, when I say equal, I don't mean that you're spending the exact amount of time with each because you don't have to spend that much time with your team. And if you do, they're probably not the right people. But 
Um, are you spending the right type of effort with your team? And the way that you do this is through scheduling. Um, if I if I waited until everything else is done, and then I spent time with my team, and, and if you uh, if you listen to my podcast a little bit ago when I talked about fighting for your team, that's one of those things. You know, that's that way I eliminate my team getting kind of my sloppy second, so to speak, um, because they're not, you know, they're not they're not the afterthought in the process. Scheduling my time, make sure that they're a priority. So I take a look at, hey, what are my top five activities and do I have those things scheduled? So one of the things that's really important to me is to make sure that I create content, make sure that I'm podcasting, writing, all these different things. Now, this serves a, a, a lot of different purposes for me. It's a way for me to build a platform. It's a way for me to take the content that I use to create and create other products with it. It's a way to interact with people. It's a way to help. It's it, it's a it's a it, it helps subsidize my training and coaching with clients. Um, I may have someone who really wants to dive into an issue, and I'll say, hey, you know what? I just did a podcast about that very topic. I'm going to send you the link when we're done talking, or I'm going to send you the article when we're done talking, and that's a great way to supplement what it is I'm doing. It's a great way to build relationship capital. I can have guests on my podcast. Um, I can have people guest post, all those different things. Uh, having a blog is a revenue center as well. It's a great way to get advertising and, and, and different things that way also. So, there's a lot of great things with creating content. So, but if I try to wait to podcast and write articles when I've got some time left over, number one, how creative am I going to be? And do I really think that it's going to be done? I mean, if you think about things where you wait until you have some time to get them done, how often do those things get done and how effective are you in doing it? I mean, ask yourself that question. I, and the answer is probably it's not very effective. Sometimes it could be effective, but by and large, it's not. And so scheduling is a huge piece to 2013 and, and beyond and what that looks like for your business. And so as you're scheduling and you're setting up rhythms, what are some rhythms and schedules that need to be set up in your business that aren't right now? And that could be team training. It could be time looking at finance. It could be creating systems and processes in your business in terms of working on the business versus in it. It could be scheduling time to go out and speak um, or, or creating marketing plans. Whatever that time is, um, what time needs to be scheduled? What, what are some things that keep falling through the cracks in your business that you want to just take a stand against uh, coming up? What do you want to just take a stand against and say, look, this year, I'm not going to neglect this area. This area, I'm going to nail it. I'm going to get it in the schedule. I'm going to create the time and space for it, and I'm going to do it consistently week in and week out. What are those things that need to happen in your business? When you start doing that, it starts creating change. And for a lot of us, uh, you get into a point where you're spending so much time with your customers and with your clients that the fear of stepping away from that and doing other things uh, is frightening because we equate so much of what we do to the actual servicing of a of a customer. So if I'm if I'm on the if I'm on a coaching call with a with a client for myself, um, you know I know that's a value producing activity. Um, other things, you know, I'm not sure how those things are going to play out. Right, I start getting uh, worried about you know my time and how that's spent. So. Think about some of these other activities that need to be done. If it's training your team, if it's creating a marketing plan, if it's creating content, 
whatever those things are, what are the potential ramifications of doing these things? How could they bring value to your business and what does that look like? Start defining those wins because the reality is that sometimes we don't give time to things because we don't equate it with any kind of value. And when our why is not big enough, when we don't have a big enough why, we won't do the things that we need to do. So we have to always have a good reason to do that, right? You know, sadly, if you think about like a scenario uh, like healthcare, and someone you know might be overweight or they're not eating right, they're not taking care of themselves, a lot of times people don't have that come to Jesus moment until they have a heart attack or until they're diagnosed with some kind of terrible ailment that could have been prevented had they taken care of themselves. And then, you know, we get that, you get that slap in the face, like, oh crap, you know what? I need to, I, I, I need to get in the gym. I need to take better care of myself. This is unacceptable. Um, I'm not going to live much longer if I don't do that. Now, all of a sudden the why gets way bigger for us than when it's down here and we can't really see anything going on. Um, so think about that in your business. What are those things that you know are important that you haven't really done anything about because the why just isn't big enough? And how can you create a bigger why in that area? How can you really show and demonstrate what kind of impact it's going to have on your business if you schedule the time, if you have that, hey, every Friday morning, this is what I'm doing. Every Monday, this is what I'm doing. On Thursday afternoons, I'm spending time training the team. Here's all the different things that are going to go on in my business for the next year. Here's the schedule that I'm going to set up to do that. And so we're going to get into a lot of different things with regards to scheduling and rhythms and what that looks like. But look, a lot of times we're worried about putting ourselves in the box, right? You may be thinking, man, that just sounds so structured. But, you know, I think about some of these things and, you know, one of the rhythms and structures that I see here in Utah, I'm here in Salt Lake City, and I'm not LDS, but one of the things that uh, I noticed that LDS families and the LDS faith really uh, does well is they have a lot of rhythms and structures for things that go on. Uh, for instance, uh, for example, Monday evening is what they call family home evening. Family home evening is that time where they spend time together as a family. It's a rhythm, right? Every Monday evening, we're going to do a family activity. Now, why is that important? Um, if you think about it, I think about it for my own family, and, and you can think about it for your own family as well. Isn't it sometimes just so hard to carve out that time to spend time together as a family? Real meaningful time where you go do something fun, you enjoy each other's company, you talk, all those things, right? It's just so hard because there's so many demands on our time in this day and age. It's hard to carve out that time. So when I look at something like family home evening, I think, wow, that's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because it gives us the excuse, it gives us the reason to spend time together as a family. So think about that for your business. Sometimes we don't want to feel boxed in. We don't want to feel like we're structured or in a, you know we're. I, I don't want someone to keep the chains on me. I want to fly free or you know whatever crap uh, that people say uh, when 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 they don't uh, follow more of a routine. But look, I my argument with that is, look, there's freedom in structure. There's freedom in that. When I have some structure, now I'm free to really create. When I create this time, when I carve it out to do things, I can be creative now. I can think about what that's going, what that's doing, and I can be present in the moment to do that creation. And so where can you find more freedom in your structure? What does that look like for you? And, and how can you utilize this as a tool for your business to be successful or your career to be successful next year? What are some habits? What are some rhythms? What are some schedules that you need to put together to create the ultimate amount of success for you in the coming year? So 
put those things together. Put them together now. Start thinking about what that looks like. Start getting into that habit. Once we start creating that habit, that's when real success happens. So uh, hit me up on buildyoursoulpurpose.com if you have any questions, comments. Let me know how this has worked for you, how it doesn't work for you. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to hear uh, what happens when people really do this and really take it seriously in their business. So uh, again, for your life, your purpose, this is Brandon Allen. I am signing off again. Hit us up at buildyoursoulpurpose.com and we will talk to you again real soon. Thank you.